This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. I'm willing to wager the loser of next year's football picks darkness retreat for two full days. The amount of planning and everything else is going to have to go with it. We can't even plan a show outing. I don't think you give our management enough credit. I think I give them plenty. Part of me wants to find out like what happens here. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. I'm willing to wager the loser of next year's football picks darkness retreat for two full days. The amount of planning and everything else is going to have to go with it. We can't even plan a show outing. I don't think you give our management enough credit. I think I give them plenty. Part of me wants to find out like what happens to your thoughts in your mind. Well, you know what? Lose the football picks next year. No. Let's make that the punishment. That and away was, we this go. Is, this is the only time I'm going to lose the football picks. Then why would you not throw that on the table for one of the other three of us to be punished? Because it's not going to happen. It would happen. I oh, will make it happen. It would. All right, I don't know what's happening. This, this whole system has crashed on me. I don't, uh, I don't know what's happening. Oh, where is RJ? Santillo did it. Get I'm, him. I'm reading get a message. Him back. I'm reading a message which I've never read on this unit. Before. Fly him back from it Puerto says, Rico. It says uh, playback was interrupted because the connection to radio server has been lost. How big's Great. the unit? <laughs> Do you, I would say we give it another try, but nothing no. seems to be no, working no. right now. No, I mean, we're over two. two. And not only that, but I'm having absolute sheer panic. <laughs> You're having panic. Yeah, How do you sheer think panic. Because I'm sitting here, and all of a sudden, there's dead air. I don't know. <laughs> do I talk? Am I even still on the air? Well, like, the what nice is th- happening? The, the nice thing is you're not connected to any of it. So you you could proceed as, as normal. And we're, yeah, like but, I said, I we're on I mean, the Rick, air. tell me when it just goes dead that you don't think to yourself, oh, my God, we're off the air. I jumped onto the desk. I didn't know what happened. <laughs> yeah, God forbid. He thought I wasn't with him, and then he was going to have to do the show by himself. Uh, the headset right off. That's terrifying. Oh, get get RJ back tomorrow, please. He, you know what he did? I don't think he, this is an RJ. That, yeah, that does not happen if yeah, RJ is. is here. No he way. He let you have three hours. And this was all. He set this thing up. This unit will self-destruct at 9 o'clock. So you so think this you, is diabolical? Yes. What are you say. saying here, Ray? You're saying that we can't do a 9 o'clock hour this week? Of course we could do a 9 o'clock hour. Clearly not. We can't do a rejoin at 9 o'clock. We can't That's do a certain. rejoin. I'm very disappointed in this. Jack Bauer, I, step I put, in. I put a lot of work into this rejoin. Jack Bauer, where are you? Where are Talk you, to us, Jack Bauer. Hello. Yeah, I I don't know. Is what, that his real voice? Yeah, that you, is my you, real voice. What do you think? He's Rich Little? Yes, that's his real voice. <laughs> Hi, Tom. <laughs> welcome to the show. Hi, welcome, everyone. Thank oh you for uh, having me. Goodness. <laughs> what You want to you wanna take shots at, at, at Jack was, Bauer? That was startling. Yeah, pl- please take shots in my voice, Rick. I'm looking forward to this. Hello. This is as good a time as any <laughs> to get to know him. He, you know what he sounds like? The guy from Movie Phone. Tell me, <laughs> there's a th- tell me, I can see the Fablemans at three thirty this afternoon. Uh, yeah, you can t- you can see the Fablemans at uh, three o'clock this afternoon. Give give me a list of what what's <laughs> in the theater starting today, please. Well, I don't know if you heard of the movie Cocaine Bear. That might be playing uh, pretty <laughs> yes. soon. <laughs> that might be at seven o'clock, depending on your location. Oh my He's got God. a nice voice. He does have a very soothing voice. Startling at first, but I like it. You're you're the RJ now of this week, by the way, uh, Tom Jack Bauer. I am. The pressure is on. I don't know if I'm going to be able to live up to the reputation that RJ Santilla has created at the uh, station. Here's what I think time. you do, though. I think you're so good this week that it, it you Wally Pip, RJ. Interesting. 
Very, very interesting. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Yes. Let me, let me ask you a question. You dominate this week. Okay. You're sensational this week. Management turns to you and says, listen, you're the cheaper option. RJ, full-time, makes good money. You're the cheaper option. I'm getting his wallet. We, I'm not getting in anybody's wallet. <laughs> I'm saying if they were to offer you this show full-time, big bump, big bump in salary, but RJ now moves into Radio Siberia, would you do it? See, I'm 23, Dave, and I feel like I would have enough time to build myself up into the industry enough to uh, possibly land that gig at another point. So I don't want to kick radio, uh, RJ into Radio Siberia. I wouldn't do that. I, I couldn't do that to RJ. Maybe you put a tampon in his locker and send a message. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I think it goes over very well at Disney. Very, yeah, I, I might well. be fired for that one. I don't think I will. No, I'll, I don't think I'll pull a Tiger Woods. You might be fired Woods. for suggesting that. <laughs> you just yeah, apologize. Well, he won't get fired. He won't get fired. Nothing, you. No, you'll probably get another. Like, why don't you take another day? We'll give you another week vacation for having such a great suggestion. All <laughs> so, right. Somebody's got to make this show fun. Jack Barrow, let's find out what you, what makes you tick. Who's your football team? New York Giants. All right, good. Your, your hockey team? The New York Islanders. Yes. Oh. No, yes. You're, you're pandering. Be honest now. I it actually is the Islanders. I worked for their uh, for the radio side of things when I was in college at Hofstra. So you went to Hofstra? I did go to Hofstra. Oh, yes. Oh, we're learning all sorts of things. All right, your basketball team. Unfortunately, the Brooklyn Nets. Oh, you've had quite the tumultuous time, haven't you? It, yeah, but don't worry though, because it's good for the league when players demand trades. It's great for the great league. for the league. And lastly, but not leastly, your um, your baseball team. The New York Yankees. Ugh. You want us to get you a uh, Aaron Hicks jersey, or are you all right? If you get me an Aaron Hicks jersey, I might burn it, Rick. IKF 12, you want that? No. How about if we purchased you a Santiago 6 jersey? Would you wear that? Probably not. All right. No. Santiago, that's your, that's your understudy. I mean, Raymond. I'm under the bus right now. Right under the bus. The wheel's on top of your kidneys. Crushing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, is there anything else you'd like to learn about uh, Tom Jack Bauer right now? Tom Jack Bauer, where are you from? I am from Central New Jersey. Central New Jersey. Do you oh, have a other Central Jersey people. I do not have a girlfriend, no. So you're single. Uh, I am looking single. for a girlfriend. Not at the moment, no. You're a happy single guy. I'm a very happy single guy at the moment. Do you like it here at 98.7? I love it here at 98.7. What has been your best moment so far at 98.7? See, now you got me thinking. Now, that one, I have, that one I have to easy think Easy answer. About. Easy answer. Get to do the show. Stop it. I mean, come on. I mean, I'll, I'll go with that answer because you're throwing it to me. So I'll say, yeah, doing the show. Um, if you could pick one host to spend the day with, who would you pick? The Which host would you pick? Good question. You're going to hate me if I say Don LaGreca. Oh, my no, God. no, I'll hate you. He's the voice of the Rangers, man. Yeah, that is true. But he, Don's great. He is, but I don't hate the Rangers, though. Like, yeah, now I'm working on Ranger fan, games. You're, you're, really you're, not a real, you're not a real Islander. Uh, well, I, I, know, want Jack, I, I want Jack Bauer off the show by the No, moment. he's staying on the show. All right, here's the million-dollar question, which will make it uncomfortable for the rest of the week. Go Who for do it. you like better, me or Rick? Oh, be honest. God. Be, on, be honest. You know what? I'm going to say Rick just because you asked oh. me that question. All right, I'm done. I'm gonna want Harvey. I'm gonna want. I'm gonna want Harvey tomorrow. I, I don't know if Rick would ask me that question, so I'm gonna say Rick, Rick would ask. Me, he absolutely would ask you the question. Well, That's he, fine. He did. Like so I'm going with. Rick. How you are like, you? Okay, to my last question. How are you an Islanders fan and you don't hate the Rangers? See, I never grew up watching hockey, so I only got. He's not into a hockey fan, Rick. He's a Johnny Come Lately. Oh, okay. I want Joe Leo tomorrow, please. Thank you. Joe Leo, a big Islanders fan too. Yeah, right. 
I think maybe Hates I don't the know. Rangers. He's probably a real Islanders fan, unlike me. Who can who can even remember? All right, so baseball, spring training, the whole thing. So I bring Ben to his, the baseball facility he works out on. That works out at on Friday, and one of the guys that he hits with is like, "I'm so disgusted with you." I was like, "Me?" He's like, "You and Rick, so disgusted." I'm like, what's what's your problem with with us? You guys are so anti-Yankees. I said, no, we're not anti-Yankees. Maybe the truth hurts. Now, this guy loves the Yankees, um, loves them, right? He says, you're so anti-Yankees. I said, we're not anti-Yankees. I said, what we are is honesty brokers. And I said the Yankees are probably the second best team in the American League. They're still not as good as Houston. And they played this game where we got moderately better, but we think we've made strides because you, meaning Houston, has taken a step back. Right? Yeah, but who says Houston took a step back, though? Well, but that, that's, that's what you've heard. Like, Houston no, lost no, Berlander, what is, what is Houston, Houston usually lost Gurriel, and Houston's now taking a step back. Well, they, they lost Gurriel and, and replaced him with Jose Abreu. Oh, I, I understand. Well, they well, lost the we... Cy Young Award winner in the American League. Okay, but they also lost Garrett Cole, too, before, and they lost um, Carlos Correa before. Listen, I agree with you, but you haven't heard the, the people saying that, that Houston has taken a step back? When I asked you yesterday when we were going through the list of best lineups in, the, in Major League Baseball, where was Houston's lineup? Uh, top three, right? That was number one. All right, that's top three. Okay, so, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think teams that, teams that hope that they have a chance against Houston would say that they took a step back. Would like to believe they took a step back, and maybe they have. Listen, Justin Verlander had an unbelievable season. When push came to shove, correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't that, was that not Justin Verlander's first ever World Series game win? Yes. Last season? Yeah, he's not great in the postseason. By the way, they're going to have, I mean, they should have Lance McCullers for the entire season now. No, I was just reading that, he, that he's that he got an elbow injury. He's got another elbow injury yeah. now? If, yeah, read about it. Look it up. Oh, Over God. the weekend, I saw this elbow injury from McCullers, and they're going to they're gonna st- shut him down for a little bit. That's not good. No, that's not good at all. Not good at all. But I, I listen, until I see otherwise, I look at Houston as the best team in the American League. Right, but they always say, here's the thing with Houston, is that... In order for them to feel comfortable letting Justin Verlander leave, and now he got an insane amount of money from the Mets, and I'm happy that we have him, they always have a plan. Like, how could you let Carlos Correa leave? Well, because we feel good about this Jeremy Pena. Correct. So, I mean, there's going to be a plan in place to replace or or finally say, say to themselves, like we've been talking about with the Yankees, is as great as Justin Verlander has been for us, He's at an age now with the amount of money he's making where we think it's better to now give a young kid the opportunity to step in because we feel good about the top of our rotation. That's right. And, and I mean, Valdez is elite. Javier is excellent. Like they, I mean, Jordan Alvarez, I, I'm going to say something which people are going to get upset with. I think, is, I think might be the best player in baseball. He's awesome. I mean, he is. I think he's actually. Judge had a better season. I think. I think Alvarez might be a better player than Judge. I don't think people are going to argue with you on that. Uh, I don't know. The Yankee fans gets very sensitive. Well, I'm it's a Yankee tough fan. To, and it's and tough I agree to say that though. Yeah, but you could say that. But it's tough to say that after Aaron Judge had one of the great Judge offensive seasons awesome. of all time. A- Alvarez is. There's something very special. And and let's be fair. Who had a better ALCS, Alvarez or Judge? Alvarez. Okay. So in the biggest moments, the better player was Alvarez. Yeah, but I don't even think that. I mean, that's not even a. Aaron Judge does not have a good series against against Houston at all. Well, that has, has to be factored in. Again, here's my take. I'm not trying to be negative. I'm trying to be honest. And when I look at the Yankees and the to say the Yankees are the second best team in the American League is that some kind of an awful thing to say? No, it's not at all. But it's I mean it's a guy who knows that you're a Mets fan. 
I think his criticism of you is based around the fact that he's a Mets fan. Well, I don't. I don't think that's fair because I crit- I criticize the Mets equally to criticize right, the Yankees. Right, but they're your team. But they're your team. So, so now all of a sudden, if you're a Mets fan that criticizes the Yankees, is you're a Yankee hater. But why can't I be fair in my assessments and and still dislike well, the can. Yankees? I think you can. Listen, I give you credit all the time that you're not one of these fanboys that looks at his team and everything is great. You're honest about what your team is. And I think we both have concerns about the Mets. We haven't hidden the, the fact that we have concerns about the no, Mets. No, I think the Mets are a bat short. And and I don't like the plan of, uh, I mean, much like I feel with the Yankees, I wish the Mets would come out and, and make some real decisions on some of these players. You know what? You're going to see Alvarez every day. Or you're going to see Beatty every day. Or you're going to see Vientos every day. Or, or you're not. Like, what's the plan with these young guys? They get touted. They get hyped up. They're the next generation. At what point do I get to see these guys on an everyday basis? Yeah, well, it doesn't sound like anytime soon at the moment. It doesn't sound like they're, I mean, it sounds like those guys are going to start off in AAA. Right. But they they are, I mean, uh, the, the catcher is the elite prospect in all of baseball. Yeah, but they want to make sure, again, now I'm saying this, don't yell at me, that that he's ready. Then why'd you bring him up last year? Because they, had no, they were <laughs> desperate. Because they were desperate. So he's not ready to play in 2023. But in September of 2022, as the division is hemorrhaging away, let's bring him up then. Right, because our trade deadline stunk. Exactly that. Right. So I don't, I mean, we are going to criticize anybody if criticism is appropriate. I think the beauty of what Houston does, and to my earlier point with the whole Jeremy Pena thing, is that they have a plan in place. And when certain guys get to a certain point, as good as they are, they have the ability to take away the emotion and say, okay, thank you for your service but now it's time to move on because we have someone sitting there waiting, knowing that this guy is at the point where he can step in, like like the kid Hunter Brown with the Astros, right? Like he is a, I mean, he is a highly touted pitcher Correct. that they feel like is ready. And they're going to they're gonna give him the keys, and unless something just catastrophic happens, he's going to pitch for them all season long. Right. Top of the rotation is solid. We got a good team, perfect opportunity. Justin Verlander gave us a Cy Young season. We won a, we won a World Series. We don't want to have. We don't want to pay him the amount of money he wants. Thank you very much. And now we'll give the young kid a chance. Correct. Which is what the Yankees should start considering doing. I think the Mets should start considering that too. Like when you know what the option is, and you told us, and this is not me being a Yankees hater. Yankees fans were told by the Yankees that they did not feel comfortable in the biggest games of the season having IKF play shortstop. Correct. So why would you think a Yankees fan should be happy if IKF starts the season as the shortstop? Well, if if in the biggest moments you can't play him, what would lead you to believe it gets better this season? Right. Yes. Uh, by the way, I want to remedy something I said, and, and Mark on Twitter is right. He said, you can't say Alvarez is the better player over Judge when he's a DH. Better hitter. All right, you're right. I can't say, because everything Judge does, his base running, his he's outfield, awesome. his arm, better player. Alvarez, in my mind, just might be the better hitter. Is that fair? All around, maybe a better hitter, but the season that Aaron Judge had, we, I mean, getting the average up and everything oh, else. Spe- I mean, special, special. So, let, all right, let me ask you this now. If you could have one of those two guys on your team, who would you take? Judge. If you could have one of those guys on your team and they could only DH, who would you take? Alvarez. Okay, so there you go. Um, oh, plus, I mean, if I'm the Yankees, too, as a left-handed bat at Yankee Stadium, I just think the judge, the the whole, like, the leadership stuff that judge brings judge to the is table awesome. is huge. Judge is awesome. Judge is absolutely awesome. By the way, this portion of the show 
is driven by the All-American Ford Auto Group, the number one volume Ford Group in the Northeast. Huge locations in Paramus, in Hackensack, in Old Bridge, in Point Pleasant. Shop allamericanford.net. That's allamericanford.net. Uh, Raymond, there's a lot of pressure on you today for this, isn't there? Oh, yes. A lot of pressure. Crushing. Especially after the open for the 9 o'clock hour. I, I am so disappointed. Can when I, you, can when I you play kept that butchering again somewhere? and no. having dead air on, on the open. Listen, the machine crashed on me. I don't know what you, I, I don't know what you want me to tell uh, you. The unit is too big for you. You can't handle that much. <laughs> too much. Uh, all right. Let, let's go with some stuff you missed. See ya! Touchdown! Rebound score! The sh- you missed. It does not have a sponsor today. Sorry to disappoint. Oh, what? No. no, no sponsor. You want to borrow RJ one? RJ took the sponsor with them to Puerto Rico. Sure, let's go with that. Uh, did you guys enjoy the All Star festivities? Not just the game, but the, the other stuff that went on this weekend. That's dunk fine. contest. I was pleasantly surprised by uh, Mac McClung in the dunk contest. McClung was was probably the star of the weekend. He probably got more out of it than anyone could someone else. Have, could someone have told Jericho Sims, as impressive it is how high he could jump, could we like, add a little bit of creativity to it, a little? touch well that's the thing i think he was banking on like he's probably got a better vertical than anyone in the league right, right. now but he could put his arms like through, all the way through the rim all and, the way and that the and, and that and that's impressive but the, i guess they really held creativity against him which you well, know not only that but he's so big you know the size of him how about when mcclung jumped over two people and then tapped the backboard oh my before God. he dunked it it was very impressive the, no the reason it. it's so much more impressive for mcclung is the guy's like six one it's because he's a six two white guy yeah Anyway, the real MVP of the weekend, the actual MVP. How about Jason Tatum? He sets oh, a yeah. all-star record, 55 points, was it? Beating uh, Anthony Davis's 52 from him back in 2017. 27 points in the third quarter leads Team Giannis to a 184-175 win over Team LeBron. 184-175. to Well, it's the all-star game. It gets more and more ridiculous. We heard Mike Malone's comments on it before, but why, why not hear it again? You know, it's an honor to be here. It's an honor to be a part of a great weekend, great players, but that is the worst basketball game ever played. How do you fix it? Uh, I don't know if you can fix it. Tell me how you really feel. Uh, everyone kind of held court this weekend. You've, you heard from uh, former Brooklyn Nets like Kevin Durant, and he had some comments about player movement in the NBA. I don't think it's bad for the league. It's bringing more eyes to the league. More people are more excited. The tweets that I got and the, 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 the news hits that we got from me being traded, Kyrie being traded, just bring more attention to the league, and that's really what makes you money is when you get more attention. So, um I think it's great for the league, to be honest. Teams been trading players and making acquisitions for a long time. Now, when a player can, you know, kind of dictate where he wants to go and leave a free agency or demand a trade, it's just part of the game now. So I don't think it's a bad thing. It's bringing more and more excitement um, to the game. Player movement is good for the league. Demanding trades and forcing you out of a location is is great for the NBA. That's that's Kevin Durant. Player movement is great. Leaving in free agency, great. I give LeBron James credit because that's what he does, right? He, I mean, he fulfills his contract usually right. wins you a championship, and then he'll leave. But like, yeah, I mean, for all the people in Phoenix, pumped that Kevin Durant got traded. I mean, it's then it's the it's the dumpster fire you leave behind when you when you demand your way out. How is it great for the NBA where guys are demanding their way out of locations? Adam Silver's already said it's not great. 
Like we, players we, demanding trades is not good for the NBA. We can hear from Adam Silver. Well, Lots of Adam players in a long time have behind the scenes asked for trades, but they haven't been accommodated because ultimately the teams have concluded that's not in their interest. So you, you want to find the right balance. You want, obviously, players to honor their contracts. And at the same time, a certain amount of player movement is good. So strongly against anything said publicly, I agree that a certain amount of player movement is good, but I think it has to be done in partnership and honoring those agreements that players and teams enter into. Kamish had a lot to say this weekend. He chimed in on load management. I mean, he he took diplomatic answers, said they're going to work with the CBA. He didn't disagree with it. Says teams are trying to get ready for the playoffs, but sure seems like load management is not going anywhere. And he, and he said he expects a new CBA to be uh, agreed upon by the end of March. By the end of March. Yeah. No pressure. We the heard problem, the, the problem with this whole thing is it's gone way too far the, the players' way. And now the owners are fed up. Well, how do you you feel like they run everything? How do you swing it back, though? Well, how do you swing it back? Is because if you want to get into a if you want to get into a fight with a bunch of billionaires and they dig their heels in, good luck. You heard from you heard from Anthony Edwards earlier when he was talking about player load management. He wants nothing to do with it. I appreciate that. Step to the forefront. I think everybody appreciates that. You know which guy who's not going to hear about load management the rest of the way? LeBron. Listen to what he said about the rest of the Lakers schedule. It's 23 of the most important games of my career for a regular season. And uh, it's the type of mindset that I, that I have and um, I hope the guys will have coming back off the break. Good for him. Giannis. Yeah, good for him. But he's, I mean, he, he's, he's right, though. Like, I mean, this is, they made a bunch of moves, completely different team. Like, it's a, it's a bad look for him if his team doesn't make how, the How far, do you, have the, you don't have the standings in front of you, do you? I do. All right, how far out of Why a... do you ask me such questions? Because <laughs> I didn't know you had him right in front of well, you. I, how far uh, listen, out I have of... to be ready. How far out of the 10 spot are the Lakers? The Lakers currently are outside of the 10 spot. The Lakers have... Uh, the Lakers are 27 and 32. 10 right now is OKC at 28 and 29. All right, so they're, what, three games in the loss column? Yeah, currently uh, two out. Okay, oh, so they, they, I mean they could easily wind up as a, as a top ten team. Yeah, and they should. <clears throat> uh, they should, but it's a sake. bad it's a bad look if they if they miss the playoffs. Again. If you can't be one of the top ten teams out of fifteen, yes, it's an awful look. A couple more NBA odds and ends. Giannis traveling back to New York to undergo further testing on an injured right wrist that happened in the All Star game. That's terrifying. I'm sorry, prior to the All Star game, rather. Uh, Kevin Love's agent telling Woj he intends to take his talents to South Beach and join the Heat. Expectation to play a sizable role in the front court rotation as they push for the Eastern Conference playoffs. Great. I think the Knicks leapfrogged them. They did. Sixth in the standings. Knicks right. the six. So there you go. Also at Madison Square Garden, Chris Drury. He's dealing. Second straight season, the Rangers are bringing in Tyler Ma, acquiring him this time from the Senators in exchange for Julian Gauthier and a conditional 2023 seventh rounder. The pick can become a sixth rounder if the Rangers reach the second round of the playoffs. They better reach the second round of the playoffs. Still with some cash, too. Yeah, uh, the move is coming. That fourth line. Larry Brooks said they're not done. No, they're not. They got the. I mean, they added Tarasenko. They added depth on defense, shut down defensemen, bring Mott back. I would love to see them get Patrick Kane. I'd love it. Oh. Uh, they, I mean, Chicago. They have have oh, we got a break soon. This is when I get yelled at right Sorry. in this range of time. All right, you touched on the uh, XFL before, Dave. Did you uh, see what happened with the DC Defenders fans in the Sea Dragons no, game? No, I did. Okay, so you saw that they were rolling the Sea Dragons. They were up nine nothing, then eighteen eight in the third quarter, and some would say that this might be where the game turned. Diamonds are coming on the field. 
what this crew is upset about. You see in the back of the end zone right there, as they have a tradition here amongst Defenders fans, and that is they make a beer cup snake out of their empty beer cups, and the stadium security took it away from them, so now the fans are revolting. Like they took the beer what cups does it mean? away. What does he mean they have a tradition? They did it, uh, they started it last year. You remember the DC Defenders, the beer cup, the snake. And I guess security didn't didn't want anything to do with it this time. So the fans sanitary. revolted by throwing lemons. Actual lemons. That's great. Are you done? Where did I'm they done. get the actual lemons? I don't know. Was it like a lemon giveaway day? Well, I don't know. Lemon somewhere on the premises. All right, we got a break. This is when I get in trouble. Let's break. We'll come back. More baseball, more NBA. 1 800 919 3776. And more quarterback carousel conversation as well. DPHR Rothenberg, 9870 ESPN. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Rick, I, I feel I feel upset. Why are you upset, Dave? Well, because Raymond tried so hard to put a good solid open together and the system crashed and we never got to hear the open. I, I would I would like to take another stab at this thing and see if we can play the whole thing through. Raymond, you want to take a stab? Let's take a stab, Raymond. Let's hope that it doesn't crash this time. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. I'm willing to wager the loser of next year's football picks darkness retreat for two full days. The amount of planning and everything else is going to have to go with it. We can't even plan a show outing. I don't think you give our management enough credit. I think I give them plenty. Part of me wants to find out like what happens to your thoughts in your mind. Well, you know what? Lose the football picks next year. Let's no. make that the punishment, that and away was, we this go. Is, this is the only time I'm going to lose the football picks. Then why would you not throw that on the table for one of the other three of us to be punished? Because 
because it's not going to happen. It would happen. I no. will make it happen. It would not happen. I'm gonna, hello, is this Joe's Darkness Hotel? It's not at some strip mall in Westchester. You can't just call Joe's. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. Is this Joe's Darkness Retreat? Yes, I'd like to book a two-day retreat. <laughs> Santillo with uh, two L's and an O. On 98.7 ESPN. I like it. No wonder he was so upset we didn't get to play that. It's a lot of work that goes into that. There's a lot of work that goes into it, and the guy is performing at a very high level today. By the way, Raymond, I'm happy you brought us in with this uh, with this song. Did you happen to hear last week when Don and, and Kay almost got into a fist fight over the... the uh, they didn't get into a fist fight. Close. What 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 I did not hear. What happened? Close. Heated. What, what, ha- what happened? Well, you had Mar- so you had Mo come out and say that Ender Salmon is, is the best. Right. Well, so they that's that, fair. Right. They brought that up. And Don completely poo-pooed the take. What do you mean? He said that Edwin Diaz is this is uh, this is way better. Oh come on! In what context? Like That's the ridic- actual the actual song or no? All of it. None of it. None of it the is production. better. So the production was better. No. Listen, why can't they both be great? Here's the thing: Mo did it for what seventeen years. Mo was the best. He did it on the biggest stage an inordinate, inordinate amount of times. Diaz did it for one summer. And then he said that uh, he also said Don said that Ender Sandman's weak. It's not even it's not even the, the great. Uh, well, I, well, I, well, I will say this, though. Well, didn't Billy Wagner use Ender Sandman before um, before Rivera? I'm not getting involved in this. Conversation. Wait, how long was Billy Wagner around? Well, what's the difference? How long he was around? If uh, he used it before the, Rivera the ever. and Rivera stole it from him, then Rivera is kind of the thief in this whole thing. No, nah, and I play in his golf tournament. Moe's is great. Who? Moe's. Rivera's. Where was, that was at Wingfoot. Um, well, there was one at Wingfoot, and then they had one over by me in uh, Long Island. But I'm not, I'm not, I mean, I'm saying that A Mo, beautiful goodie bag I got. What'd you get in the goodie bag? Oh, I got the golf shoes. I got the beautiful pair they of sunglasses. You give me golf shoes? Oh, yeah. It's like you went to the Oscars and you leave with that bag of all that great stuff. I'm telling you. Nice goodie bag. Raymond, have you found out if Billy Wagner had Enter Sandman prior to Mo? He started using it in 1999. Who did? Mo. Billy Wagner. Wow. Oh, so Mo must have used it before that, no? I got to think so because he was the closer, what, from 1998 on? Uh, he was the setup guy in 96. I think he was the closer in 97, wasn't he? Correct, because yeah, they lost the series to Cleveland that year. Right? And Wet- Wetland left. Wetland had signed with the Rangers. Right. So from 97. So if he started using it in 97 and Wagner used it in 99, then Billy Wagner's the thief. Yeah, right. We're missing is, the point here. We're missing the point. The point of me saying it was that Don and Michael almost fist fought. But that's that was rid- it. That's ridiculous. It was I mean, Mariana Rivera used a song for 17 years, and he was the greatest reliever ever. For me, it goes towards him. He very wins heated. out in this battle. Just telling you. We've got to confirm that Rivera also started in 1999 with Enter Sandman. Oh. So now we have to find out what date they started using it. That is the question. That, that in fact, is the question. Now, they come come to blows. Uh, uh, Don would, would murder Michael. I don't know about that. Oh, stop it. I don't know. I would, you, I would mind. I would not want to see Don LeGreck in a fight. Michael's wild. I would not. I think Don could be. I think Don might be able to beat you up. No. You don't think so? No, I would outlast him. He, I mean, 30 seconds spurt, he'd be toast. I, Don, see, Don's got just the right amount of crazy. He's, he's got largesse. He's a, he's, a, he's a bigger man. 
I he's would not in great shape. I would agree with that. I fend him off for 30 seconds. He is out like a light, and then I could just pound on him. Yeah, but I think if he gives you like a bear hug and starts to pummel you, you you tap out. Yeah, I Maybe. don't think I get. I don't think I get caught up in a bear hug. No, no, I think I bounce around for a good, good 15, 20, exchange a couple of blows, make sure I keep my head down so I don't get caught with one, and then it's on. And then it's on. And then yeah, you think then, that because he's older and a little heavy and not in great shape, all of a sudden he's, he, he passes out. Right. He passes out. Then I one-punch Peter, give Michael a kiss goodbye, and that's it. It's night-night to the K-Show. You could take out the whole show. No, I you wouldn't think, take out you think you, There's no way you think you could beat up the entire show. I, would, well, I could beat up the two of them. Who? Don and Peter. I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, no, Peter would like grab. What onto is your Peter going to do? Yeah, fine. Peter would grab onto your legs. Yeah, for, then I would kick him. Out, he'd be done. I may knock him out first, quick, just to get it over with. But what happens if Don got in your way? I'd and like then to focus see my attention. Let's on set Don. up a big fight. I think this would be this would be great. Like a brawl for all. Yeah, what are you going to do? What do you, What am I going to do? He's going to be a man- my manager or something. He's going to sure, sit in the I'll corner and laugh. Is what he's going to do? No, I wouldn't laugh. I would cheer for you. Maybe like Paul Bearer. No, I'll be like uh, Jimmy Hart. Okay. You can see Dave sp- speaking in a high-pitched voice. Yeah, he'd be a good hype man. I'd be great. I'll rub your shoulders. You get tight, tense, whatever you need. I'll tell you who I almost fought. I got baseball practice. Men's league is back, baby. I got practice in the indoor facility on Saturday night because this is a real, like, this is real deal uh, baseball Wait, practice. Wait, Saturday night men's league baseball practice? Oh, yeah. Wow. Indoor practice. Wow. Yeah, yeah. My first foray into the indoor men's, men's league practice. Yeah. I jump in the cage. Guy throw me BP hits me with five different pitches. Are you out of your mind? Right. See, I, I mean, you let him continue to throw to you after he hit you four yeah. times. Well, after after the second or third time, yeah. that's probably on you at that. Oh, point. I thought he was just nervous or something. No, five different pitches. I woke up in the morning to go to the bathroom. I thought I had to go. I, my how, foot. I was how, like, oh, oh he's hitting you in foot. the foot. How how hard was he throwing the ball? I wasn't throwing. I, I think that's why I stuck with it. It wasn't hard. I mean, it's just BP. But he hit me right on top of the foot, like on the bone on the top of my foot. So I got out of bed, and I was like, and I completely had forgot that I got hit. And I was like, oh, my God, my foot. What, I got the gout or something? You know, I oh, had yeah. gout. Did he, hit did, you on the, you wait, did he hit you on the foot every time? No, twice he hit me on the foot, and they hit me in the elbow. I think this that's why is, I thought it. This guy's uh, not equipped no, to be a batting I, I, practice I think, pitcher. I think you made a mistake in not putting a stop to it. I almost charged him out. No, but this is, this is why I think I thought about the gout, because you told me you had it before, and you said it was the worst. It, it, well, I don't even think I had it that terribly, but it hurt very much, yes. Right. You said you're, like, your, you're, your, you're like hobbling all over the place. Yeah, I was very, very out. painful. Very, very painful. All right, one eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. So, highlight of the weekend for you in the NBA was what the slam dunk? You, you, Mac McClung moved the needle for you. I think it was the dunk contest. Yeah, because I was surprised. It was it was a pleasant surprise because I, um, I did not have high hopes. Game game was awful. Uh game was bad. There were some good moments. I thought. I mean, Charles Barkley was. I mean, he was saying some stuff that was just outrageous. Some of the clips. Have you watched some of the clips of some of the stuff he was saying? What, what was he saying? Oh, my God. First of all, his microphone had a delay. So initially it sounded like he was drunk. And Shaq <laughs> called him out. And then he also said that uh, everyone in uh, Salt Lake is going to go to heaven. Can't drink here. Can't smoke here. So it, everyone's going to heaven because it's so boring. It's not and, the worst and, thing Chuck's ever said about a team. A no, and then he said something. He got his, you got to look it up. He got his birthday cake. And I think like I think Kenny Smith was like <laughs> Kenny Smith went to touch the cake or something. Well, he went to touch Barkley's birthday you gotta hear cake. It. Yeah, you got to hear it. It's just it's he just says whatever he wants. Well, you know what? People love him. Oh, I think love pa- him. I think part of the allure of Charles Barkley is that he will always say just whatever pops to mind. Right. 
and that he's unapologetic about it, and that people I can't I can't play what he said. You, you heard it listen, right? I just I can't play that. You what heard did he say? Right? I can't I cannot. <laughs> can't play you bleep that. it? I'll tell you during the break. No, no can't, you can't you, can't you no. bleep will, it though? I will no. tell you during the break. No, well, I'm okay. surprised Chuck could say it. Why can't you bleep it? And then LeBron's uh, LeBron's dunk off the backboard where he caught it with his left was cool too. But and Damian really, Lillard's half court shot was awesome. Ha, ha, do I need to see a game that has like 185 no. points per team? No, you heard Mike Malone. He was coaching. He said it was the worst game ever played. Awful. But but if you're Adam Silver and and the, one of the coaches on in the game says one of the worst games or the worst game I've ever been involved with, worst games ever played. Uh, that, that's a bad look for the league. Of course it is, but how do you incentivize? There's no answer to it because how do you incentivize the players to actually go out there and try hard? Uh, maybe you. Well, don't they pay guys in all star games and other sports like the winning team gets paid? Yeah, but I mean, it's, well, the guys are making how much money? So then, how do you them? incentivize anything in the NBA? I don't know. I don't know what you do. Maybe is the, the NBA broken? Maybe have the young guys go against the old guys. Actually, that'd be fun. Some competition. Yeah, that'd be fun. I mean, they did it with a draft. You thought that would be entertaining. You see Jokic say, I would take take me last also. Did you see uh, Giannis trying to draft John Morant? Not really. But was it, he's a starter, no? Yes. He's like, I'll take John Morant. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, can't take John Morant. He's a starter. Oh, my God. All right, let's take a break. 1-800-919-3776. You call, we'll get to it. More on the Jets and the quarterback situation. And we got three stars and more on 98.7 ESPN. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. You know what started last night, which I got to start watching again, by the way? American Idol. American Idol. Yes. Are you an American Idol guy? Uh, I was. I you used to be. Yeah, I was. I'm back a little bit now. I'm out of shows. So Emily and Paris I'm finished with, so I got some... Uh, some. I, I find it very entertaining. Yeah, I love that stuff, man. It's the, it's the, You know what it is? It's like my father died in a car crash. His last wish was he wanted me to be a, a, a big singer, and then they go out there and they sing like an angel, and they get the ticket to Hollywood. Like, it's, that's great stuff. I always get amazed at how many people can, can sing like that. I mean, do I need to, to show you how, how we, I can sing like that? No, I don't want you to because I'm afraid I'll lose you. It's really I don't think I I'm allowed on American Idol. Obviously, no. I would get the golden ticket. Right. You'd go right through. And they would just oh, stop me immediately. They immediately. Like Katy Perry would be like, listen, stop singing. The second Luke Bryant heard your, te- uh, your, your tequila song, he would sign you on the spot. <laughs> record, record deal. <laughs> What do, you, what do you think? Like, what do you think my so- would it would it be a, a theme song? What do you think my song to get on American Idol would in fact be? Oh, I think it has to be a theme song. It's what you do best. The Golden Girls? No, the Facts of Life. Facts of Life. Yeah, that was as good as it gets. It's wasn't as it? good as I. You know what I miss though is the uh, <laughs> when he's the the one part of uh, uh, the Jeffersons. Yeah, that you had, and I have. I, I keep find. I try to find it on the board when when I'm there. I can't find it. It's one of my favorites. The Jeffersons? Yeah. Maybe I'll sing it for you tomorrow. You won't. How dare you say, tell me that? Well, you will? Uh, yeah, why not? Okay, yeah, do it. Just remind me. I don't, me. I don't understand I where remember. Santy can't, can't play the facts of life for me right now. I don't understand what's going on right now. Well, we're giving him every opportunity. Every opportunity. I'm just naming just songs. Play the facts oh, of life. You, you <laughs> <laughs> when you yeah. hear, is it me? Like, when you hear that, it's just, it's comical every single time? Every time. 
every. I wish I had it on my phone. So if I was in a bad, when I'm in a bad mood, I could play it. Don't. I mean, I sound like I'm not exactly a functional person. Right. <laughs> right. It's the beauty of it. <laughs> like, <laughs> Santi, where's the Jeffersons? Can I get a little of the Jeffersons? We have that. Some of these pages have been uh, rearranged. Uh, so he yeah. can't. It's it's a lot for him. Our, what about the tequila song? We, we have the tequila song. Eh. I'm giving you growing pains while I look. We He's... got the world spinning right in our hands, baby, ready to shine. That was pretty good, that one. Not bad. That was not bad. Not bad. And when it's not Facts of Life, but it's right there. Thank facts you of... for being a friend. It's the Golden Girls. Yeah, it's not great. How dare you? When you sang the, the, origi- German... the Originator is the best, though. Good times. Moving <laughs> your head above water. <laughs> that was a good one. He's got a huge catalog, though. I do. I'm a, a, you know, like Burt Bacharach. Right. You know, like I was born to do this, and, and I've kind of developed my lifestyle around, uh, around song. And you Moving on up to the east side. That was with some, some real ferocity there. Yeah, it's nice. You could, you could feel the emotion in that one. That's right. I dug deep for that one. Um, do you think the NBA is fixable? Um, as, as far as what? I mean, I, I think a lot of people are turned off by the NBA. I think the fact that guys rest all the time, the guys demand trades all the time. I don't want to play there. I don't want to play with him. I feel like it's kind of broken. Do you do you feel it's fixable? Um, is it fixable? It doesn't feel like it's fixable. I think at some point the owners are going to try to fix it. As much as they want to, I mean, as Kevin Durant thinks that, you know, all of the, all of the stories and tweets and publicity coming from him demanding trades is good for the NBA. I mean, there's such thing as as bad attention too, as negative attention. I mean, I think it's good for it's good for Phoenix. Right? Well, it's always going to be a winner when you trade away a a superstar like Kevin Durant. Of course, Phoenix is going to win in this equation. Not great for Brooklyn. Not great for the small not great for the smaller market teams now. Just I don't think it's good for the league. No, it's not good for the league. It's not good. I mean the the idea that guys that I mean, for the teams that already know they're going to be playoff teams, that the the regular season means nothing, and guys they can sit out. I mean, four or five guys, a whole. I mean, a whole starting lineup can sit out for rest is not great. No, well, that's not. I good. mean, there's a new CBA coming up now, right? Well, they're trying to get one done. Yeah. Is is there anything that can be done to empower like the owners a little bit more that you you have to you have to play in these games? I don't know because I mean I can't I can't tell a uh, whoever it is name the player that if he walks into the training room and says he doesn't feel good that I'm going to play him I can't force you to play no of course not but it's I I don't know it really bothers me it bothers me because the teams that 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 need to play always like the Knicks are going to always play like that level of team is going to always play but you know Boston Milwaukee those teams don't have to no but I think it's up to I mean it's up to the veteran guys in your team to the best players in your team whether or not that's something that they believe in. Like Anthony Edwards clearly believes that if guys can play, they should play, and that he's going to lead the way in that. If he's a little mixed up, he's still going to play. I don't understand how if guys could play, they should play is something that there are guys in the NBA here and they're like, nah, we don't agree with that. Because it's just not their mind. It's just not in their mindset. It's not something that they they have as one of their priorities. Their priority well, is to be is to be rested and be as you know as as good as they can be for their playoff run. So how do you figure out a way to solve it? How do you figure out a way, I guess, to incentivize that 
you need to play in these games. And if you're hurt, I totally get it. But if you're a little little tired, well, listen. I mean, the 82 games is a, is a grind, dude. I, and it's I, I, I mean, agree. mentally, it, mentally, it's a grind. I mean, there's no perfect answer because the I mean, the stuff that you come up with, just you get. I mean, it's you'll get pushback from from somebody. Like, let's okay, let's play 72 games. Players will say, hell no, we ain't playing 72 games because I don't want less money. So let's, you know, let's let's make the season go longer. And I'm sure the owners will come up with some reason that TV partners don't want the season to go longer or for whatever reasons. Well, well I mean, how much longer are you going to make a season that goes from October to June right now? Have it go till July? So what are they, the, are you prepared if you're one of these players to get four weeks off from the end of one season to the start of another? No. No. But, I mean, again, this is why when you ask people how do you fix it, there's no real great answer because it all comes down to whether or not the players, I mean, the players decide that they want to play like they can't. You can't just all of a sudden take the, you know, take the mindset of of NHL players and put it in NBA players. Like until the players put pressure on each other to show up and play every night. I mean, everybody makes the playoffs, right? I mean, 10, ten out of 15 teams make the postseason in, in each conference. At least, ba- like, baseball, the regular season matters. And now there's buys and there's not buys for certain teams, so you're going to really fight and strive to get those top seeds. Hockey, it matters tremendously, and guys refuse to take days off. And football, it matters. The one league that the regular season is really watered down to the point of you don't need to watch a lot of it, it feels like, is the NBA. Yeah, but the beauty of the NHL, though, is it's not even like you don't even have to tell the guys that the regular season is important. It's just like it's it's ingrained in you that it doesn't matter. I mean, if important or not, like you can play. Well, you're you play. gonna go out there and you're gonna play. That's what you do, right? Like you got your teeth got just knocked. You know, you just lost two teeth. All right, I mean, stop the bleeding and get out and play. Like it's just it's in it's ingrained. But in hockey you. players must get tired or worn down oh, yeah. or fatigued during the course of a season, but dude. I'm t- there are times where you feel awful. Like you just feel like on a back to back. Like in the minors, you used to play three games in three nights. Ugh. Like taking buses, where you'd show up and like you get you put you get on the ice and your legs felt like they weigh a thousand pounds, Ugh, that's and you awful. just got to find a way to get through it. All right, Raymond, you've been good today. Finish up strong. Today's three stars, number three. I want to thank the both of you for allowing me to redeem myself for that nine o'clock open. Like I said, this thing crashed on me, and I was very upset about it. But I'm glad that we were able to get the. Uh, open. It was a good open. It was a good solid open. I'm glad we heard it at nine thirty, Raymond. <laughs> Number two. On that note, I did the open because RJ's not here today. For the first time, you guys got to uh, interact with and get to know Tom Bauer, who's the associate producer for us today. So thanks, Tom. He's and all be week, with us right? All, Tom, all you're week. with us the entirety of the week, aren't you? Tom will all be week. here all week. So. Depending on if I get it switched to Harvey. I don't you, think that's going to happen. Huh? I'm a Fugazi Islander fan. Number one. We're waiting on Aaron Rodgers' darkness darkness retreat. Danny and Centerport's idea. You would get two delicious jars of marinara sauce if we sound Aaron Rodgers. I'll smear it all over Dave's naked body if if we do Oh, of course you will. Aaron Rodgers signs with your Jets, is traded to the Jets. You now pour a vat of marinara, as he says, sauce all over my body and now dip a piece of or, or, or loaf of bread in it and eat it throughout the show. What do I get? I'll feed you some of it. It'll be delicious. Make it happen. Done. That does nothing for me. Absolutely nothing. We're back tomorrow. We'll do it all over again. It's Rule 76. No excuses. Play good champion. It's DPH Rothenberg and everybody on 98.7 ESPN. Sure, 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 sure. 
Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.